You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has closed its doors for another day, and as it's a Wednesday, it's time to speak to Skulk Glow from PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Do I get the impression, Skulk? A lot of people haven't come back from their Easter holidays in South Africa because it's so quiet. <laughs> There's no corporate news, so the boardrooms aren't back and the volumes are low. And the, it was a good day yesterday, I have to say, but today, really, really quiet. Am I right? That concludes our you know, podcast. Yes, and we'll speak today. next week, Scott. Thanks very much yeah, for joining us. I mean, there's me. actually some, some, some news. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, you're 100% right. It's, well, it's April. We, we know it's April. There's a, a huge amount of uh, public holidays within South Africa. We know there's a huge amount of public holidays you know, worldwide. And um, yeah, volumes are, volumes are low. Um, also, it's it's the, it's the quiet before the storm because we know, I think it's this Thursday, which is tomorrow or, or next Thursday. But you know, the the, the reporting season, US reporting season, yes, only starts now. It's so this week, started. actually. Yeah, I think. Mm, it's, in, it's tomorrow. Then it's tomorrow. Yeah, I know it's eight Thursday. So, so, so we know this is the the quiet before the storm. We were waiting for inflation figures to to come out to be released today, and um, I think that was sort of the first hurdle. We we, we know we need you know inflation to start you know, retracting or, or just at least slow. Um, you know, for these reserve banks, including the Fed, to, to start uh, you know. Just easing the, the the hiking cycle. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of lot of waiting uh, currently in the market, and, and you mix in a few public holidays, and you get this stuff day that we've seen today. I'm quite surprised actually at the very muted reaction of the U.S. markets after that five percent increase, which incidentally is the lowest incremental increase in U.S. CPI inflation since. May 2021, so almost two years, Skulk, since we saw 5%, and then we almost doubled mm. that, and now we've halved it again. But the market says nothing. S&P is actually down now by a fraction. The bond market is virtually unchanged. I think the 10-year is at 3.43%. So it was obviously in the market. I only look at the headline at this time of day, but I reckon there must be something to do with core. There must be something as worried people. But the IMF has said, yes, it's a good figure. Yes, it's going in the right direction, but reserve banks around the world must remain vigilant and that sort of made the market participants i think a little bit edgy also what do you think yeah i know for sure and and to all the listeners out there that um, now frantically try and try and uh, google get you know, u.s inflation figures just in short you know what lindsay was referring to was uh, inflation we're expecting uh, expected to to come out around about the five and a quarter year on year growth for March. Uh, Bloomberg consensus had it at five point two percent, and it came out at five percent. So that's um, you know, firstly was a was a was a beat, uh, if you can say that, you know, beat in terms of you know, definitely slowing down a little bit more than expected. Uh, month and month and there, I'm looking at core inflation came out at four point four, which is very much in line, you know, what was expected, down from the previous month point five percent. But this is what we're going to start seeing. We're going to start seeing, you know, inflation retracting, um, or like I said, slowing, um, for for the Fed to start, you know, reducing rates or, or just at least stop hiking rates. Um, when we look at the Fed fund rate um, futures, and then that's that's. Um, that's something that uh, we've been talked about, you know, quite a few times over, over this podcast. Um, we we still see, you know, them um, expecting another quarter of a percentage next month in in, in May. So they you know, this this although it's five percent, we know that need to be close to that two percent levels. We'll most probably see another quarter of a percentage hike next month. 
um, if, if the Fed futures are 100% correct. But then they say, well, we're going to start seeing um, high, uh, you know, rates start retracting. You know, yes. declining from from July, and 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 seriously decline. You know, from the from those levels. And you would expect, as you just mentioned, um, you would expect the market to react. I mean, you would expect um, uh, your 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 S and P five hundred to to be seriously in the green. Nasdaq to really enjoy this type of environment. And it originally did. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken. S&P 500 or, or Nasdaq, uh, for that matter, was you know after the the inflation figures were released, uh, 100 points up. It's now currently 33 points down. Yeah. And um, I think that the, the reason lies in, in in the fact that the, the market is not being fooled. Yeah. Um, I'm not fooled again. What's that the Wu song? Um, because <laughs> what we've seen, what we've seen is is yes, we see the inflation. We see your inflation figures. We see it five percent year on year. But the next thing you look at the 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 oil look, uh, West Texas New Media, that's one point one point one percent up again, mm. over eighty dollars a barrel again, eighty two point four four. Um, so the market is saying, well, <laughs> don't try and fool us. I mean, you're telling us inflation is under control. You're going to start reducing, uh, you know, rates, but it's not. Look at this. I think it's sort of uh, between a rock and all place and and the dollar is taking a pounding the dollar well, not taking a pounding but it's, it's it's under pressure again moving towards this 101 level um a break you know below the 101 and i'm talking about the dixie or, or dollar, dollar index, index yeah uh, yeah it could could take it closer to that hundred point mark and a break below that could be could be quite detrimental to the dollar so yeah yeah and the euro dollar the almost, market... almost 110 now which we haven't seen for a little while it's exactly. about a third of a percent that's the one i look at you're more sophisticated with your dollar index and of course that's more representative but yeah it is interesting i think what we have to see skulk in order to get really optimistic about interest rates peaking and gradually coming down in 25 basis point clips is a sequence of good inflation numbers in other words this is they might say well this is just a once-off and next month it might be up at 5.4 percent again because of the oil price and other factors but i think if you've got three even if they were small if the reserve bank can say okay a trend albeit a short-term mm. trend is being established three months maybe of smaller inflation rises i'm sure that's the way they work yeah, I, I, I can't agree more. Um, the bottom line is, because what did we see in March as well? Yes, we've seen um, inflation now retracing, well, or slowing to 5% year on year. But we also saw um, the Fed increasing their balance sheet again by about $350 billion, trying to save some of these banks. Yeah, they did reduce it a little bit again, but it's still, you know, there's, there's quite a few, 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 it's, it's quite a bit higher than what it was trading at, at February and January. And naturally, OPEC and, and some of these Saudi Arabian countries said, well, we're not going to, we're not going to keep the taps open, you know, at these levels, you know, while, while we know, and then they, they close the taps a bit, you know, the oil taps again, and we've seen the, the reaction on, on oil. So while the oil price are moving up and while some of these other commodity prices are moving upward, I don't foresee you know, inflation being under control no. to the point where they can start reducing rates. Um, I think that's that's the problem. That is that is really the problem currently, and and markets are feeling it. I mean, report being been released today, 
you know, saying South Africa technically in a recession. It's not well, not technically in a recession. It's actually in a recession now. So uh, that's uh, that's South Africa. You know, we, we've got um, Bloomberg poll, you know, stating that that the U.S. got a 97 percent uh, probability of running into recession by July and 100 percent over the next 12 months. That's not positive. Um, you not. can't. No, it's, it's not. And, and just on, on, on another, I don't want to get into into crime stats, and I don't want to get into politics, and I don't want to get into inactivity of our leaders and incompetence of the South African uh, hierarchy. But do you read the Daily Maverick or the Business Maverick in the morning? Uh, I haven't read it this morning, but yes, I do read it. It's called uh, the article is called "Murders Most Foul," and it goes through the stats oh, yeah. about kidnapping, about the number of murders. And I, you know, I've sort of become cocooned here, Skunk. And it says that last year there was more than twenty-five thousand murders in South Africa. And some people say, "Well, yeah, it's just in rural areas between various factions." It doesn't matter where it is; it's a human being's life being taken. And there were one hundred and twenty-five murders in the Netherlands last year. Yeah. Okay, it's a small that country, is, only that, 17 million people versus, what, 60 million in, in, in South Africa? But you can still still do the maths. It's an astonishing number. And it was terrifying. Even the staunchest South African is terrified. And you're one of them. Yeah. I don't know if you're terrified, yeah. but you're a staunch supporter of the country of your birth. If, if you look at, if you look at, um, yeah, so, so, so I, uh, stats, stats, essay, um, stats, essay do release these, these, these figures. Mm. Um, you know, on a, on a regular basis, and it's, it's uh, well, it's, it's not. Sorry, I'm I'm correcting myself. It's not stats essay. It's actually the South African Police Services. They uh, they actually release these these data. You know, murders, attempted murders. You know, murder and attempted murders. Uh, if you look at you know, 2022, and I've got the, 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 that stats was released. I think one one or two months ago. Um, I, I can't explain a graph, but I mean, if you look at that graph, it is. Unbelievable to look at, you know, how the murder stats has increased in, in, in South Africa over the past 11, 11 years. Yes. But just to put in perspective, last year, according to uh, the, the SA Police Services, uh, just over 25,000, well, it's called 25,181 to be precise, yeah. people were murdered. That's, that's, that's more than 10,000 people that was murdered you know, compared to, to um, uh, 2012. But if you put that in perspective, that, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's about, let's call it 69 uh, you know, people per day, and, and if you put it on an hourly rate, right, that's close to you know three people being killed in South Africa every hour. Um, My goodness! Uh, so there's probably one person been murdered since we started speaking. Yeah, I don't know when to think about that because that just will really ruin my day. But that is that is how, how bad the environment are. I mean, and, and that's that's the basics. That's where you wanna you wanna feel safe. I mean, people that wanna visit us, wanna come and spend you know money within our uh, country, um, helping our economy because tourism is is quite a substantial, sizable portion of our of our GDP. I mean. They see the same stats that that I just read, and um, you know they would think, well, maybe maybe I should just visit a, a safer country. That's well, this is very interesting. You say that, and again, I, I said we weren't going to get into this, but we have briefly, and then I'll get to the markets in a second because I know you're in a hurry. But I was going to be visiting South Africa in October just to see a couple of, of friends and uh, my daughter and that sort of thing, and I was going to take a companion with me. And she said, "What are you reading?" And she was reading over my shoulder. I hate it when people do that. She was reading over my shoulder, and I was reading the Daily Maverick <laughs> article. And she said, well, tell me what it says, read it to me. And I read it to her, and she said, I'm not going there. So there's a, 
there's a person <laughs> that's not there, and this is quite a, a, yeah. a wealthy, a mature, wealthy woman with um, with euros to spend in the country. That's gone already. I mean, it's just a one mm. tiny example. It, I find it quite distressing, actually. Now, uh, Lindsay, I mean, uh, uh, we need to, to focus on, on positives, but it, it's these type of negatives that that that, that won't create the positives. I mean, no. we need to, to start working on the basics. We need to work on our cram stats. We need to we need to work on, on energy producing. I mean, that's we can't have a scenario where, you, where you're running in a, in a, in a, in a stage five, six. Uh, we're back in stage five environment um, for, for load shedding. The, the, the country can't operate. Uh, and that's the bottom line. I mean, that is the bottom line. Yes, it is. Let's talk about the markets now and, and talk about the RAND because we've just been talking about negatives. And unfortunately, the RAND is negative today. It's 18.41 against the US dollar. And that's a third of a percent gain for the dollar against the RAND. The British pound against the RAND is approaching 23. That's a near half a percent gain for the pound. The Euro RAND is 20.20. And that scares me. A 0.6% gain for the Euro. And all this with a backdrop of the, the, the dollar actually being weaker. The yeah. Euro dollar is 109.75 we spoke about that earlier british pound nearly 125 well i'm being a bit generous 124.65 currently okay your gold price is yeah it's okay it's holding up there 2008 which is up uh, three dollars platinum is up 24 dollars an ounce to 10.23 and palladium is down 11 dollars to 14.40 dollars per ounce now that oil price I got this wrong because I said after the OPEC deal, uh, they would they would break their pact at some stage. I didn't say sell straight away. I just say watch this because I don't think it'll hold. Brent crude oil, $86.83, up 1.4% today. West Texas, $82.64, up one and a third percent currently. Natural gas has fallen uh, by nearly 4%. Elsewhere, what do we got? Iron ore up one and a quarter uh, this morning. Coal price is doing nothing, so not much else. Now, the bond markets. One would have thought that the US 10-year bond yield would have done something today. Well, it's done, yeah, it's two and a half basis points weaker. The yield is currently 3.41%. And as for South Africa, well, the South African tenor is 9.91% on the close. S&P 500 futures, yeah, suddenly down a third of a percent. Bit of selling coming in in thin conditions. Bitcoin is has just fallen back below 30,000, 29,892. And, yeah, that's it. Otherwise, Otherwise, nothing corporate skulk. Have we got any data coming out this week from South Africa? I mean, I know we've got earnings season looming in the States. Have we got anything this week? Probably not. No, not, not that I know of, no. No. Mm. Okay, well, give me your shares of the day and I'll give you mine. You show me yours, I'll show you mine. <laughs> no, we need, to go, we, need, we need to go big. I mean, I, I need to go big. Uh, Prices, on. I mean, 4.1% down for today. Which one, sorry? Prices. Oh yeah, Nespa. Yes, yes. That, I yeah, saw the Hang Seng yeah. down. I didn't know it was down as much as that, though. I know it was down mm. around about 0.9 percent or something. Then the Hang Seng in Hong Kong. What's caused that? Yeah, that's uh, well. Let's let's start with the process. I had a ten cent mm. naturally. Ten cent um, is down 5.2 percent this morning, and uh -huh. and that was on the back of the news coming from Process. Process mentioning that they uh, will be. Well, not selling. They're putting up for sale another 96,000 shares within mm. Tencent. Now, I mean, just to, to put that in perspective, um, Process has already sold more than 193 million um, Tencent 
uh, Tencent shares at a proceeds of seven point two billion dollars. Mm. Uh, basically, that wasn't uh, that wasn't um, uh, at, at June two thousand twenty-two, taking their position from twenty-nine percent in Tencent to twenty-six point nine percent. So, so this let's call it um, uh, 90, 96 uh, will be most probably another be another percent in in, in Tencent. Um, uh, so that that. that Put some selling pressure because the shareholders were looking at this and said, "That's that's quite a substantial amount of shares that's going to suddenly be flogged or flood to the to the market." Yes, and um, put a massive amount of pressure on 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 Tencent this morning. Like I mentioned, five point two percent down, which overflowed to to process and 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 Nasdaq. I think it's a positive positive move why just before you go on i want to set the scene is this called productivity in order to address the anomaly between process shares nasper shares and 10 cent shares is that what they're trying to do or is, have they been told to do so by the chinese authorities what's going on well, I don't, I don't know the real answer to that. I mean, we can just only mention what the process have mentioned. I mean, I, I think they are de-risking. They're looking for for other opportunities. I mean, this is a position that that that, that that's. I mean, it's such a sizable position within process and and um, and Nasdaq and. The main reason why process is trading at such a massive, massive discount um, mm. because shareholders are worried that it's 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 the tail wagging the dog. Um, so I think over the longer haul, if they can get a get a uh, you know buy for for these let's call it shares, I think that 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 could be positive for for, for process of a longer haul. But you know while while there's an overhang of shares and maybe some selling pressure, uh, that could be, be be create some nervousness within in, in the process Nasdaq stalls. Definitely something to watch. I, I think for the traders out there, um, not a lot has, has, has changed for process. And I think if they do get a buy for, for these shares, um, could be positive because that will be another, I think, five point something billion uh, US dollars that's, uh, that's going to get a flow to the company. So I think positive. Oh, you started with negative, so I'll give you mine. Now, you're going to tell me that all of these are ex-dividend. Ex Old Mutual, down just over 4.5%. Old uh, Ex-dividend, yes. right? Yes. Carew, down 4.3%. Now, it came out with a trading update, an operational update today, so I think that's a genuine fall, isn't it? 4.3% for Carew, probably one you don't look at. Process, we've covered 4.1% yeah. weaker. Growth point, three and two-thirds. Ex-dividend. Ex and Nedcor, obviously ex-dividend as well, just over 3.5% weaker. On the upside, scale, so I won't get caught up by ex-dividends on the upside. Textainer up nearly 10%. Glencore 3.2% higher. Shakes, uh, Shaftesbury Capital, or is it Shakespeare Capital? I never get that right. Anyway, that share up 3.1%. Lighthouse Capital up 28 And First Rand is a 2.7% gainer. Give me the uh, closing indices on the JSC Securities Exchange, please, Skalk, and also the all-important volume on this Wednesday after Easter. All right, so uh, JSE all share closed today at 77,741 points. That's down 32 basis points. Resources down only marginally down five basis points, while industrials were down 97 basis points. Um, financials bucked the trend by being positive 0.74%, and SA property also, also in the green, 15 basis points. Uh, the JSE top 40. Um, that closed today at 71,965 points, also down 40 basis points. And uh, as expected, turnover of the market were extremely slow, mm. being pretty much the, the, the fifth day over the you know, past six trading days, trading below the, the 20 billion mark today, only coming out at 16.5 mm. billion traded. So mm. very, very... 
predictable yeah, but bit. still not good yeah Skulk thank you very much for your time this evening as always Skulk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town and that was the five o'clock shadow the views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy position or opinion of any other agency organization employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author and since we are critically thinking human beings these views are always subject to change revision and rethinking at any time please do not hold us to them in perpetuity